take your position. The show is about to start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On Screen, where we discuss all things cinema all the time. Here's your host. The award goes to Joe Burnett, Joe Cuffney, and Jesse Reichenstein. Lights, camera, action. All right. Uh, so this week we're talking about the Royal Tenenbaums from Wes Anderson. There were three extraordinary children in the Tenenbaum family. I said sell it, yeah. Chaz Tenenbaum was a financial expert and started buying real estate in his early teens. Margot Tenenbaum was an acclaimed playwright and won a Pulitzer Prize in the ninth grade. Richie Tenenbaum was a champion tennis player ranked second in the world by age 17. They were brilliant. They were famous. They were unlucky enough to be the children of a man named Royal Tenenbaum. Are you getting divorced? It doesn't look good. Was that our fault? Obviously, we made certain sacrifices as a result of having children, but uh, no, Lord, no. Thank you, Pagoda. Well, I'm on my way. Now, for the first time in 22 years. I hear you're dying. Oh, how long are you gonna last? A month, a year? I've got six weeks to set things right. <laughs> <laughs> They're all living together under the same roof, in harmony. I love you more than anything. Ho, 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 Somebody be a jerk their whole life and try to repair the damage? You probably don't even know my middle name. That's a trick question. You don't have one. Helen. This was a Jesse pick. So, Jesse and Joe, have you seen this before? I actually haven't. I I think the only other two Wes Anderson movies I had seen was um, Grand Budapest and... What was the one with the kid scouts? Um, Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah. And Jesse, have you yeah. seen? I've seen. You've seen multiple Wes Anderson films, I right? Yeah, I've seen uh, most Wes Andersons. I haven't seen though. I never saw um, Isle of Dogs. Okay. And I haven't seen Fantastic Mr. Fox, the two animated ones, or stop motion. Yes, yeah, stop motion. Um, but I'm really, I really want to because I also hear so much good stuff about specifically Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, so yeah. it's definitely on my list now. For sure. But I forgot he did Isle of Dogs. I did see that one and I remember liking it. I was going to say, I thought you saw that in Portland. Yeah, I, I think did. all you guys. I, I, heard, I, his, he I heard his animated movies are actually really good. Like, I, yeah, I liked Isle of Dogs. Yeah um well cool i mean uh jesse you've seen this before right the royal tenenbaums yeah but just like once a long time like it wasn't it's not the wes anderson i think of okay like i've i've 
I picked it because I was like, I really do have to sit down and watch that movie. Um, and Joe and I p- played tennis with JT the other week, and he sent like a gif or a video like of the Royal Tenenbaums, yeah. and it made me think of it. So gotcha. that's why I picked it. Well, do you want to kick us off then and kind of uh, what you thought about it? Tell us what mm-hmm. you thought about it. Yeah, my quick um, thing in the movie, I, re- I, it was just a solid Wes Anderson movie. It's not my favorite of his, but it's not bad. Um, I always, I think Moonrise Kingdom is my, it might be because I think it was the first. And it, for whatever reason at the time, like to me, that is Wes Anderson's, mm-hmm. is Moonrise Kingdom. And I love that movie. Um, but it was really, it's good. It's just solid Wes Anderson. Like it wasn't, it wasn't amazing. There's that part we've talked about before, though, that like I really enjoy like with movies when it's kind of like you can just throw it on and it almost feels like it's just like a world I want to be in. It's not like right. It's just that general space. So like in Wes Anderson, obviously, like that's too you know, like this quirky extreme of like I like that it's this weird world and it's like not real, but real. Um so it was fun. I was a little upset when like Luke and Owen Wilson, like when there's brothers in the cast, but they don't play and they're not brothers. brothers. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. I know. Missed like, opportunity. Set up. Yeah. Like he they, literally almost the entire cast is like a family. And then uh, Owen Wilson is like not related. It was like, it seems very intentional. <laughs> Right, <laughs> that he wasn't related. Right, um, but I don't know. Solid, funny, good. Right, right down the road, Wes Anderson. Right down. Joe, what about you? I, I kind of agree. Like, I think I like Wes Anderson, and I don't think this was my favorite movie he's ever made. Um, there were like a few. Mostly, I I thought like most of it was like pretty like, eh, you know, but there, there was a handful of really funny parts. Um, and then like, this is mostly just me, but like the whole scene where he like slit his wrists and stuff like that's just like cringy to me. Like, I don't like, I don't like seeing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, at the same time, I, I always say this, but like made you feel all sorts of different things. So it was good. Um, yeah. but I, yeah, I would, I would say this is, it was a fun watch. It's very Wes Anderson-y. Uh, so if you like Wes Anderson, you're probably going to like this movie. Um, but for me personally, it wasn't my favorite Wes Anderson movie. I thought you would like um, Ben Stiller's character just as a dad. Like, I did. You know, as like a dad <laughs> character with the kids in the, the jumpsuits, <laughs> the tracksuits. There, there was a handful of times where I laughed pretty hard at, you know, how he handled his kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so for me, this is my second Wes Anderson uh, film. Um, it's second. You've only Rushmore. seen one. Rushmore is my first one. You've never seen, never seen any, any of the them. other ones. No. You didn't go to see Isle of Dogs. You didn't see Moonrise Kingdom. You didn't yeah, see Grand Budapest Hotel. No, I did not. It's very another surprising. Sh- Jojo gets another shocker from the kid who went to film school. <laughs> um, it's I really didn't know what to expect. I mean, because I don't. I feel like Rushmore isn't a good. 
precursor to like what his movies are. I mean, maybe the humor, but not like the shot design or the production design or anything like that. So this is kind of what I expected. I mean, I didn't know what to expect, but I did at the same time. I think I knew what to expect from like the shot design, cinematography standpoint, as well as the like, like the setting in the art department and everything, but not like, I didn't know the script, I didn't know the humor. I wasn't sure what he was going for. Like, is this a comedy? Is this like a drama? And I do feel like it was kind of like a moving storyboard, kind of like he, what I think, what was cool about this was I thought every shot was literally, you, you could tell Wes Anderson literally knew exactly what shot he was going to do for every single scene. Like he knew exactly what he was doing, which I thought was kind of cool. So it was kind of like a storyboard that came to life. That's a really good description. I would love to see the storyboards. Yeah. But even, you know, like when the new chapter started and if you actually read the like first few sentences that they showed, it is truly what, you know, was going on. So that attention detail is pretty cool. Um, But I think overall, like, I don't know. I think I'm curious about more of his movies. I, this makes me want to, you know, watch one or two or, you know, some of the other ones to see it's, like Joe, you were saying the whole slitting wrist thing, like that was very unexpected to me. I did not expect that at all. I was expecting just kind of like a dry humor movie, which it kind of was in a way, but it was more serious than I thought it was going to be. And um, it's, I don't know. That's kind of like Wes Anderson has this weird, like it's not even, it's in the world of dry humor, but it's like, like dry pan, but like, I don't know. You know, there's just like no emotion. There's almost no emotion in everything. Like, right. the, but like, that's kind of the whole emotion is that there it's just like apathy. It's like apathetic humor almost. Right. If that makes sense. Which I wasn't, I was trying to figure out if like I was digging it or not. Like I, I wasn't sure about it. And like Jojo, she was like, this is kind of like the anti Scorsese or anti like Tarantino. Like it's just very opposite of that, which is what I'm used to. I'm not used to this type of movie at all. So like, I think it's, I think it might take a couple more for me to kind of get in his world and in the style. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. So I think I'm like in that middle ground where I'm just like, I'm curious on what else he's done. The, the thing I was curious about after watching this one, like, like I, I was pretty like, yeah, on the story and, and especially just comparing it. Cause I, I really like grand Budapest. That was probably one of my favorite Wes Anderson's. And the one thing that, always sticks with me in his movies is kind of the way scenes are set. Um, it's always very symmetrical. Um, like, like to the point where sometimes I'm looking at it and I'm like, that doesn't look right. Cause it just doesn't feel like it feel, it feels very like, um, set up sometimes. Right. But, but it's, it's generally done like, like th- for example, there was, there was a scene, where Ben Stiller's character as a dad had him centered in the frame with his two kids, like on either side. And it's like slowly zooming in on him. And it's like, like, I feel like that cam work is telling something, but then like, if, if you were just like trying to think of this as a realist kind of thing, like you're never going to look at somebody that way and just always have things perfectly symmetrical. Um, right. But I was curious what you would think of that because that's kind of more like the technical side of the filmmaking me yeah yeah i don't know i I think i'm still trying to figure it out like i think what i think that might because i thought it was interesting and i think it's visually appealing like it's some of it's really nice to look at but i think for me i need like i don't know i think i need more camera angles i need like a little more movement i mean they did a lot of like dolly shots and tracking shots 
um, and pan shots, but I, th- I don't know. I, I'm just such a camera. Per- like I, I'm not a camera person, but I love like what I love about some movies is the camera work that they do. And like, I just feel like I need a little more, but I get that says style. So that's not like, I don't know. It's hand in hand. Cause like, I appreciate what he's trying to do and he makes his own movies, which I'm like, great. Good for you. That's awesome. But mm-hmm. again, I'm curious to see what he does with those other movies. I'm sure it's not the same every time, but I thought it was cool. I thought, it, I mean, it- and those shots are hard. I mean, even though they look kind of simple and they're hard to set up, I mean, making sure everything's perfectly lined up and blocking character blocking, I think is huge for these types of movies is like making sure the characters are a certain, you know, distance from whatever. And so. I mean, like we were saying before too, with like, like it's like a kid's book world. It is almost like all the shots and everything. It's like a kid's book. For yeah. adults. You know, it's like, if you almost took the like kid's story out of it, but kept a lot of the aspects, you know, and it's this weird, like, apathetic adult, weird humor book, though, you're, like, in. There's also, if you guys haven't seen, there's a, uh, I believe it's a subreddit that is, like, r slash accidentally Wes Anderson, and it's when (laughs) people, you know, like, take photos in real life of things that look straight out of a Wes Anderson movie, and they're, they're, like, spot on. (laughs) That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, I mean, now I get why people are, like, you know, I got it a little before I've seen this movie, but it was like, you know, people say that's so Wes Anderson. I totally get it now. Like I get it. It makes so much sense. And like, cause like the dolly shots or the tracking shots are so like, you know, clearly they're following people. I don't know. I, I feel like he doesn't like to cut a lot. It's kind of just like, let the actors kind of do their thing, which I think is kind of cool. I mean, you know, which is nice. Um, I kind of wrote this down where he kind of reminded me of Baz Luhrmann, the director. He did the Baz Luhrmann, oh, did like Romeo yeah. and Juliet, Mulan, Mulan Rouge. Inception, right? What? Not an exception. Um, Moulin Rouge, The Great Gatsby. Uh, the Great Gatsby. Romeo and Juliet. Be, I think because like he kind of creates this whole, like their own worlds without, you know, being super specific on things, but also like kind of incorporates a certain decade, but it's not really specific on when it's supposed to be. Like this movie, I had no idea. I was like, what year is it supposed to be? And it, I was like, Jojo, like, you know, she, I kind of asked her like, what years? And she's like, I don't think that's like the point. I think it's like, he just makes movies and you know, they're what they are. There's not like, this is 1960. It's like, which I kind of like, because like, kind of just like takes you out of reality for a little bit. Like, even if like everything's plausible, then like there's one thing where it's like, that would never happen. It doesn't matter because this is Wes Anderson's world. So. Yeah. I think to go with that to um, Wes Anderson, and I'm trying to think if this applies to Boss Lerman for me too, too, but like a lot of times, I'm sure it's come up before, like when there's big name actors in movies, I can't get over the fact that it's just like, that's Ben Stiller. It's not the character. That's Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, like, right. right. But when Wes Anderson, I don't have that problem at all. Like I don't actually sit there thinking that's Ben Stiller. That's Gwyneth Paltrow. But I think it's because it's not even trying to be like, it's this weird separated world um, that they create anyway. So I'm like, so not even attached to that, but I'm usually so aware of that, but these movies doesn't bother me one bit yeah yeah that's interesting i think going to kind of into like characters and parts that i really liked uh, two parts for me really i i like died laughing just like they're so they're so random and little, small small but like it works so well it was both uh danny glover's character it was both times the first time where he fell into the hole i thought that was hysterical <laughs> And then the second time was where his tie got stuck in his glasses. <laughs> I just like those little oh, details yeah. <laughs> where it's like, it's like, it's funny, but like, I don't know. Some people might not think it's funny, but I thought it was hysterical. 
Yeah, that whole thing. I love like when the uh, Ben Stiller and the kids show up, you know, and he's like, we had a, we got locked out and they were like, oh yeah, you packed all your bags before. And he was like, yeah, like we got locked out. We got to stay here. I really like that scene, the fire alarm scene. I thought that was pretty cool. Also yeah, sad. Like that. Yeah. I'm just, like, I didn't, I kind of, it didn't register for me at first. And then I was like, oh wait, this is why he does this. It makes a lot of sense. The whole life thing. But yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I was curious also, I was like, like, I get why this is R-rated, but I don't think it needed to be R-rated. Like, they threw in a no. bunch of for, I don't know, not a bunch. I think there were, like, a total of, I don't know, there weren't that many. I guess there yeah, was a well, topless sure. scene, but I don't know. And, I mean, ratings back when this came out. Yeah. Know, the guidelines. But I'm sure, too, dealing with, like, even just, like, solely the cutting and suicide-ish part. I'm yeah. sure is very huge in ratings. I'd assume that really yeah, threw I don't me off. That really, that really threw me off. Did you guys have a favorite character, kind of favorite uh, story? I guess. I think I think my favorite was Royal. Um, I just thought he was funny. But yeah. one of the other ones that I feel like wasn't in there that much, but whenever he was, I actually liked it. Um, I know this is one of your hot takes, Joe, but I actually like Bill Murray's character. Um, I just thought he was really funny because he was like kind of aware of everything that was going on, but he was like, yeah, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I just, I just thought it was well executed. I will say I liked his character too because he was not in the bell long. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How do you feel about in this movie? Um, Alec Baldwin narrating it? I liked it a lot. I, I I didn't know it was him at first. It took me a second to. I was like, wait, who is that? And then JoJo was like, oh, it's Alec Baldwin. I was like, oh yeah. Uh, I actually really like him as a narrator because he's got such a specific voice, and it yeah it works. It works so well, and it's like, I don't know, it just works. I like him a lot. It's almost like the Morgan Freeman of. He's similar to Morgan Freeman in that way, where it's they both can narrate. I really liked Luke Wilson, yeah, character and just Luke Wilson because I don't know if it's hot take. I think he's the better Wilson brother but also maybe it's because he i feel like he's in so much less that it's just like whenever i do see him i'm like i wish he was in more and owen wilson's so all over the place that i'm never like i need me some more owen wilson right you know i would love to see owen wilson wow i would love to see because i think luke i don't know if luke's done like more serious stuff or not but i would love to see owen wilson in like a legit serious movie like i think that would be super fascinating it he's I mean, not even on his ability, but it would be so like he'd have to be so good, yeah. Just because of like who he is as an actor, it would be so hard to watch it not being like, oh, that's that's Owen Wilson. That's it was funny though, you know, we were watching and I kind of I was like just closing my eyes to see like just when they were talking to each other, and I was like just a bunch of Wilsons just wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to a family gathering at the Wilsons. <laughs> Melissa Villasenor yeah. on SNL like does such a good Owen Wilson. And like sketches also i don't know how many years ago i think it was when ed norton hosted and they did uh it was like i think it was after moonrise kingdom because that's like what it was styled after mm-hmm. they did like a trailer for a movie that was like every wes anderson movie oh, okay. and it's so dead on and hilarious i'll send it to you guys it's yeah, so good that's awesome like if you just watch that and know wes anderson movies you you'd be like yeah i feel like right. i've seen them all <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it was great. It was fun. I mean, I did like the the amount of characters. I, I thought that was fun. I, it kind of followed multiple different stories, but all kind of came together. So that was kind of interesting. But That's true. It helped it kind of like move around without it. Yeah being like dragging on one just because you were there's just so much going on you know, it's very dialogue heavy too which i i don't have a problem with but i sometimes i'm just not in the mood for it but like i don't know like quentin tarantino is very dialogue dialogue heavy and i like quentin tarantino but he's not my favorite i am I mean, you know i have to be in a specific mood to watch his movies and i think it's a similar way well i've only seen you know i'm gonna count this as my first wes anderson technically because but i feel like <laughs> This is kind of a similar way. I do want to watch another one or two just to see how if I feel the same way, but um, I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably, well, side note, I'll probably pick Fantastic Mr. Fox at some point, maybe. Yeah. Just to for you know, so we can watch one of those. But we're also coming off of watching Pig, where the I forget who sent in the comment, the film something. Film tripper. tripper who was like Nick Cage had 14 lines in it and he acted the <laughs> shit out of all. I'm like, talk about dialogue heavy versus not dialogue heavy. That's yeah. a good point. That's a very good point. Different you takes, just wanted different some movies. more pig. Different yeah. takes, different, different movies. Takes. Yeah, it's a good point. Very good point. But yeah, I mean. You know, I guess this might be a hot take, but. Um, Ooh, let's go. <laughs> this kind of reminded me of jojo rabbit just stylistically wise uh that's not a hot take yeah i, was I don't know say, i think they're tied a lot I, I don't know if teka watiti is um like drawing from what like i don't i don't know that he's intentionally doing that but i do see a little bit of that i'm there. sure he gets inspiration because yeah. you can definitely now that you i've never thought about that before but now that you mentioned that i think it's so that's so true yeah i mean before yeah. jojo rabbit everyone told me or like anything he does outside of the Marvel stuff, I'll say, because he did like yeah. Thor, right? And so, mm-hmm. But everything outside of that, everyone always told me I would like his work because I like Wes Anderson, you know? And I really liked, I, I think like what we do in the shadows is hysterical. If you haven't seen that one, I think you guys would really dig that one. The vampire movie slash TV show now, but it's, uh, I think that's his best. But yeah, I totally, that makes so much sense And he now. has a new Reservoir Dogs, Dogs, the series. That was, oh, Whoa. the series. No, it's a new series with Sterling. Based on the um, movie? No, based on, it's like, maybe it's not Reservoir. It's it's um like a Indian reservation, a oh. Native American. Interesting. Um, I think it's him and I'm blanking on his name. It's Sterling something. Huh. Fascinating. Um, but it's supposed to be super good. Um, Check it out. Yeah. Cool. I, I, I think, you know, just going off that, it's like, I think... Taika for me is more like dynamic. I don't know. Again, I'm going back to like the shots. I think it's like, I don't know. I need that. I need the the close-ups. I need the angles. I think that's just was lacking, but I think it's just a, th- a style thing that I have to get over. Stop being a baby about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> a second. It's this this is why it makes me more sense. It's reservation dogs. Gotcha. Because it's a Native American reservation. Okay. And it's Sterling Harjo. Okay. Um Oh yeah, I like him. Yeah, on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, cool. It sounds really good. Cool. I'm about it. I mean, that was a great. Do movie. we have any <laughs> locations? Yeah. I think we do. Let me double check. We have the Tenenbaum House. Where is it? I'm actually in New York, so I could go to these locations tomorrow. That's great. They're so I was in. York. So I was in New York. Yes, it's all in New York. 
And one second, I am pulling up. Okay, we have the Tenenbaum house, we have Margot's house, and we have the Hampton house. Hmm. So, all the houses. Now the houses. <laughs> I, I also love that, like, I mean, this is going back to kind of the storyboard thing and the production design, but he had like a bunch of, not a bunch, but he had like a sequence. The, there, there was multiple sequences in the movie, but the one I can think of is, I can't remember what they were talking about, what the context was, but they showed a series of like por- like profile shots of people, like straight on looking at the camera, just like they cut like three or four different together. And there was like background, like stuff in the background and like a boiler maker or something like that. I can't remember a boiler room, something. I was like, he had to create all those sets just for that one little half a second shot. I'm like, that's pretty that's impressive. True. Yeah. So. A lot of work. I think it would be a blast to work on a Wes Anderson film. Yeah, I think it could be chaotic, but chaotic. But also, I feel like Wes. I don't know anything about him. I never watched an interview. I feel like he is very soft spoken. He's probably like, "Good job, good job, Luke. Good job, good job, Will. Good job." I can't see him being a crazy director, but I could be wrong. I mean, he gets a lot of big names to work with him. So I know. I was gonna say. I mean, his work speaks for himself. Like his work's kind of quiet, and the music was interesting too. So I don't know. It's fascinating. I thought the soundtrack was actually really good. It was like all the like like English, uh, like 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 the Beatles and like things like that. I really liked the opening "Hey Jude." I thought that was really cool. And yeah. I yeah, mm. so that was fun. Yeah, always down for a good Beatles song in a movie. But should we should we do ratings? Sure. Joe. Yeah. Or Jesse. I, I just want wanted to, to throw in. I just because I wanted to look it up is. The music is by Mark Mothersbaugh. Who, what a name. It's a phenomenal in, name. <laughs> in what like comes up is like, you know, like on Google, like what he's most popular for. Well, he did Rushmore, but he did like the Rugrats movie, the Rugrats in Paris, uh, eight years of Yo Gabba Gabba on oh TV. Oh my God. Uh, Cloudy with a chance to meatball. Like you just look at this and you're like, oh yeah. Amazing. Rugrats go wild. 22 Jump Street, the Lego movie. Rugrats go wild. Thor, Thor, oh. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Rag, rag, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Amazing. But no other Wes Anderson movies? Uh, Rushmore, Thor, oh, Bombs. Okay, wait. Quick question on the name of the movie. I get it, but I don't. Because, like, the guy's name is Royal. <laughs> but I did think about that, yeah. Royal Tenenbaums. Are they royal themselves? No. Well, he kind of. Right? It's. I almost wonder if this is like one of those things where like, you know, it, that's why they call it like Mr. and Mrs. last name instead of like, like maybe you'd be the like Joe oh, Brunette. Yeah. Like, but it's like, like royal was Mr. the- Mr. and Mrs. like Joe Cuffney. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't know if that's actually- but like I don't know what else it would be. So yeah, I didn't know. I mean I feel like it might be something with some like inside scoop, but I always thought it had just something to do with like just because like when I always knew the name, I always thought again, it's like this royal family and they're the Tenenbaums mm-hmm. and it's about the royal. And even from like the trailer, you would kind of be like, Okay, yeah, it seems like this very wealthy family who's royal, <laughs> and then you find out his name is that, and you're like, Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like it, it almost makes me more like I probably would have had that take were it not for the fact that his name was Royal. It either yeah just like took the intended 
you know, name and, and just screwed with my head or, you know, maybe, maybe it was, I, I don't know. I don't know what they meant by that, <laughs> but I, I see how it could go either way or how, you know, it could be viewed both ways. Before we go into ratings, I, I want to see, I want to ask you guys if you could see one person in a Wes Anderson movie that has not already been in one or will be in Josh one, Peck. who would Josh Peck? <laughs> I'll think about it for a second. Yes. I just be curious. I don't, I'm, I don't know. I feel like there's so many people out there, but like, I know like Timothy Chalamet is going to be the new one and what Margaret Robbie. Oh, right. French I didn't even batch. pick this. Yeah. I didn't even pick this remembering that that's like, you know, it had its little meme moment. Yeah. Too. Um, I don't know who would be interesting because it's it's one of those things where like we're saying with these big names being able right. to be really great in them, you know, like there is kind of like Boss Lerman though and Great Gatsby, like a Leo or something. That's Could literally what I was thinking. Um, but I'm also trying to think of who isn't just like would I want to see in this just because they're a big name, right? Nick, Nick Cage. That would actually, I would that love would, to see Nick yes, Cage in OSS. I would watch that 100%. Nick Castle. Nick Castle. One of my, one of my Shout favorites. out to Nick Castle. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> Nick Cage and Nick Castle. Michael Myers versus all the Nicks. Couple Pig Farmer. Um, like a Paul Blart mall cop, Wes Anderson. Like Kevin James, but like it has to be Paul Blart. Um, <laughs> Adam Sandler would be kind of cool. I feel like he'd be interesting. I could see him playing a character similar to Ben Stiller's. Yeah. Rob Schneider. That kind of a... You know who'd be good? Up here, uh, Lane, Farrah Farmiga. Ooh. I'd watch anything with her in it, but that would be cool. Right. Let's make that happen. And Tessa Farmiga. Let's get the sisters in there. And Freddie Heimer, let's get the whole Bates family in there. We'll just CGI his face over Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> we don't even think. Yeah. Oh. All right. Do you guys want to get into ratings? Yeah. Let's do it. Brian Gosling. So I'll just keep going. Oh, yeah. I Forever. feel like he'll be in one at some point. I feel Brian like Gosling, Emma Stone, Jonah Hill. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, everyone. I'll go. Um, yeah, Jesse, you go because you picked. Um, to me, this is one of the movies that I'm going straight to. Again, I just hate thinking about what I've rated other movies. Don't think about that. Because um, it is a movie that felt like, to me, it's like just an eight because it's just a solid. I'll, I can throw. It's one of the movies. It's not the top one, but it's a movie that I could just throw on in the background for fun. Like, I like this world. I like this just in the background. It's not really a movie I like. I would probably sit down and like really intentionally watch it again. Mm. But I enjoyed it enough where I just liked it, have it playing. And like, it's worth watching. If you like Wes Anderson, you'll like this. It's good. 100%. Um, But it's just that eight really solid good but really solid good <laughs> all right eight tennis balls eight tennis balls okay there's the eight track suits Ooh, that'd be pretty eight, cool. eight stripes on the adidas <laughs> tracks that was my favorite thing about the entire like wardrobe of the um the movies the tennis the like track suits yeah i really want 
I mean, maybe that's a good. We always talk about Halloween costumes. That like would go be as three, three. That would red. actually be perfect. <laughs> or if you could get enough people, like we went with a group, and you could do all the royal tone ten bombs. Like that would be, be a good group. That, that would be, be a really good group. Good, right? <laughs> uh, Joe. Yeah, I'm gonna like pretty much go the exact opposite reasoning as Jesse because I I felt that I would have a hard time putting this on in the background, even though, you know, it's just a solid Wes Anderson movie because I feel like I need to pay attention to it. Like, <laughs> uh, like, like I, I would feel the same way about a Tarantino movie. It's like, yeah. if, if I, like, I'd have to be listening and have to be paying attention. Um, like the visuals are so important to it. I feel like that I would, I'd want to be watching it. So, but, but like at the same time, like, I didn't think this was the best Wes Anderson movie. Um, so I'm going to go with like a seven, one tennis meltdowns. Um, just cause like, it was like, I, I agree with Jesse. That it was a solid movie. I think stylistically, like that's one I need to like really pay attention to. Um, but a, a solid movie, uh, not, not great, not bad, just solid. Cool. That's into it. Uh, for me, let's see. I'm so, I, this is this one is really hard. It. You for me. loved it. This one was really hard for me. I didn't, I didn't love it, but I didn't not like it either. I think I was honestly. It's I like the it's like the most unoffensive movie. Like I know, not in terms of like the content being Buckley? offensive, but just like it is what it is. That's the thing, and I feel like it's just like I don't know. I do like slow movies sometimes, but I don't know. I I need a little more pizzazz and a little more something um maybe i just don't like children's books maybe that's maybe that's the what's going on uh maybe love you f- lost your sense of child inside it's maybe fine, yeah. whatever um <laughs> let's see i can appreciate it for what it is i it makes me want to get into more wes anderson just to see what he does with other stories and other characters and other settings and everything. Um, I did think the R rating was, I mean, I get the, I get the whole suicide storyline and I do think the R rating was forced in my opinion. I don't know why I feel that way. I think that. The I wonder if there's a story don't, behind. I don't know. Because- I mean, I could, I feel like Wes Anderson probably could care less. He right. seems like the person who would just be like, it's R. And he's like, that's fine. It's whatever. And that's but- the thing. I feel like he probably wrote this. Just He's like, this is my script. Whatever it is, you just do it. I'm like, that's probably what happened. So I'm like, okay, I appreciate that. So maybe it wasn't. But I was like, the top. you don't need the topless scene. You could have cut that. There, you didn't need that. But oh, yeah. if he wanted it, if that was his vision, you know, props to him. I Do what you do. Pull an A24 and do whatever you want to do. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I did find myself laughing at some some scenes. The characters were great. Uh, yeah, I mean, just yeah. Let's. I'm. I think the whole my whole uh, review is that it enticed me to watch more Wes Anderson movies, which I think is good. So I'll take that. But I'm gonna give this a six. Henry falls into pits. All right. All right. So 
I do. Yeah. I mean, this goes even back to like Christopher Guest movies, though, like Best in Show. Anything that's just like such character driven, I'm learning I'm a real sucker for. Yeah. Like it's. Which I've really loved Best in Show. I Honestly, it might be the Maybe it's the cinematography that's throwing me off. It's something that I just don't agree with. But I'm not going to put a. It's Bill Murray, man. <laughs> yeah, he had such a big role. Yeah, he ruined it for you. But, but I am glad you picked this so I can experience the Wes, Wessie boy. So, cool. Q-Q. Movie news at all? Anything you guys want to talk about? Candyman came out. I haven't seen it yet, but apparently it's getting pretty buzzing reviews. Haha. So I saw an ad if for you know it. Candyman, there's bees in it, so there's no pun intended there. <laughs> or or pun fully intended. <laughs> Definitely pun fully intended. But if I have to explain it, it doesn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> but that's getting good reviews. I got to see that. But other than that, I mean, I haven't really been watching anything new. Uh, I've been busy. So the only other movie I watched is the one we're doing next week. Perfect. Yeah. Reservation Dogs. Haven't yes. watched it yet, but go check that out um that's it no user submissions this one no i tried no fun come on guys. once we get big don't worry come once, on, once we get millions of listeners they'll send us some comments you listening to this right now you know who you are send in <laughs> send it in please, please send in check out the instagram see what we're watching the next week <laughs> oh i did uh i did start american horror stories which is on hulu it's a um it's basically american horror story but each episode's a different story so, but it's still Ryan Murphy. It's like everything. Basically, the first episode is like, if you've seen Murder House, the first season of American Horror Story, it's like, you know, that Rubber Man. It's basically the same story, but like, it's just like a new story about the Rubber Man. And then the next couple are like new stories. So it's cool. It's entertaining. It's very Ryan Murphy, which is good and bad. So that's pretty cool. So starting that. I feel yeah. like I started. I mean, it's all TV. I just watch TV outside of these movies, man. But I was caught up on Ted Lasso. I feel, yes. I feel like I saw some series that was A24 that I was. Maybe it wasn't new, though. It was probably old, but I feel like I saw it was A24 and I was like, wait, what? Whoa. This is like a series. Whoa. I'll have to remember and get back to you on what that was. But Yes, please. I would love to hear about that. What was it? I don't know. It's going to kill me Suspense. now. Suspense. Until <laughs> next time. Yeah, we'll talk about this in the next movie. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it for me. That's all I got. I will be hitting, I'm in New York City right now, so I'll, I hit the friend's apartment today, and I also hit a couple locations from Raging Bowl. So I will be doing um, Central Park locations tomorrow, which include Home Alone, Cloverfield. Got a whole Elf. 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 Ooh, oh yeah definitely elf. elf dude it's like overwhelming being here just going on the app i was gonna say central like... park is just like all the movies but yeah, i'm only just... gonna oh joker i'm doing joker tomorrow as well or to wednesday that's that's the top of my list is joker um and Are then you do the stairs of course uh, i gotta do the stairs i'm gonna do all of them joker cloverfield and i think home alone are like the top so i mean i i think i, I obviously can't do all of them so i'm just gonna hit, try, pick a movie and then do all the locations for the movie because that would just be too much so yeah all right cool all right. Is that a wrap